Old Joe made a speech about raising the debt limit, further unifying Republicans. If you can't tell, I'm being a tad sarcastic here. And the left's go-to strategy for, quote, persuading, end quote, senators to vote for the Build Bad Better plan, which, by the way, has to be the stupidest name for any plan, goes their persuading strategy, I think his might has gone a little bit out of bounds. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Oh, my gosh, so much to talk about. Facebook's in trouble. Uh, then Facebook got hacked. We'll come up with the conspiracy theories tomorrow about that whole incident. And then uh, there's a gal who's actually talking crap about Facebook, but she's a leftist, so that could be interesting. Uh, And uh, we got just a lot going on, apparently. Old Joe, that's, well, first off, let's, let's understand something here. I ordered another Halloween costume. I know, I know. I Josie's going to be pissed because she bought her Halloween. Co- I haven't told her yet. She bought her Halloween costume, but I decided I don't want to. Okay, here it, the secret's got to get. It, it's I bought a lightsaber. Yeah, it's one of those great lightsabers. I can actually beat the crap out of someone with this lightsaber. And I bought the lightsaber the night that I thought that Josie and I were going to go as. Uh, I was going to go as Anakin Skywalker in the cool black outfit, and Josie was going to go as Padme in kind of a sexy little outfit, because that's what women do. And I so I bought the lightsaber, and then I told you already that I really am not interested in wearing a mask on Halloween, because on Halloween, we're actually going to be drinking. So I bought the lightsaber, I looked the lightsaber up, I did some research to make sure that I could beat the crap out of somebody with the lightsaber, and it makes noise and everything. Uh, it, 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 my daughter's boyfriend has one of these lightsabers that he can beat the crap out of people with, so I, I bought the lightsaber, okay? And I just thought to myself, now I've got the lightsaber, I don't have the costume, so I bought a Jedi Knight costume, and it it's, doesn't require a mask obviously, because I'm not going to, you know, wear a mask. So I've got the lightsaber, I've got the costume, and now I'm not wearing the costume that is going to match Josie's. More to come on that. I'm not going to tell Josie until the night we get together. We'll have to see how that whole thing works, but I will have a bitchin' lightsaber. All right. Anyway, so let's get to the news. So old Joe keeps being unifying. He made a speech yesterday about Republicans refusing to raise the debt ceiling. And yeah, um, he's worried because if they don't raise the debt ceiling, they can't accumulate more debt. So he made a speech that was basically attacking Republicans. Now, this is what he basically said is according to Janet Yellen, we're going to, according to Janet Yellen, he didn't say this in his speech, but according to Janet Yellen, we're going to start defaulting on October 18th, not December 3rd, like everyone was talking about, which is where they extended the debt ceiling. 
Now, I don't know if that's BS or not. I think it's probably true. Democrats want to basically raise the debt ceiling now. I mean, Chuck Schumer made this fire and brimstone speech on the Senate floor yesterday, but then Mitch McConnell came up there and just basically said, no, you're an idiot. We're not going to do this You're because you're an idiot and you guys are all idiots. Republicans, in the shadow of a $5, $5 trillion in spending, are basically saying no. We're not gonna we're not gonna do this. If they want to raise the debt ceiling, they can raise the debt ceiling in a reconciliation. The problem they have is one, they only have a certain number of reconciliations that they can use a year. It's like two or three. And I mean literally it's two or three. I don't know how much it I guess it depends on what they're actually trying to spend. And Democrats don't want to waste a reconciliation option on um, on just raising a debt ceiling. And then the Democrats' uh, big the big problem is even if they do raise it, there's a big question between some of their senators whether they're going to be interested in. Oh, the other problem is that the Build Back Better plan that Biden keeps talking about. The Build Back Better plan is going to require reconciliation. It's never going to pass uh, it, it, with the Republicans. It's going to be 50-50, and the Republicans are going to filibuster. F- Republicans can filibuster anything, so it doesn't make any difference what the Republicans do. The problem is they can't get that Build Back Better plan through through the Senate without reconciliation because they have two senators that say, you know, they're given the double bird and they're saying we're not voting for this insane bill. And then there's other things like um, the radical portion of the uh, Democratic Party are basically saying, no, we need to go all the way and blah, 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 blah. It's not, I sound like Greta Thunberg, I know, but there's no way this is going to pass through the Senate. So Democrats want, don't, not only they don't want to use reconciliation on the debt ceiling because they're going to have to use it for the uh, Build Back Better plan, but the re- which is called the budget plan or the reconciliation plan, whatever you want to call it, uh, because I've used three different names for this plan. That's a $3.5 trillion plan. They're going to have to use reconciliation and then they're going to have to convince two senators to do what they want. So there's some major issues. And of course, if the filibuster comes up, then they're going to need 60 votes. They don't have that. So it's not going to happen. So Joe made a speech yesterday that was really unifying. He blamed Trump and the Republicans. He said the world would be destroyed by fire and brimstone and meteors. I'm not kidding. You're going to hear, actually, you're going to hear all the speech. Uh, It was a tough speech. He actually sounded pretty good. It had a little bit of bite. I don't think it changed anybody's minds. Um, but let's look at this. 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 Let's look at this speech. Now, understand something. I think he sounded the most coherent Joe Biden has sounded in like forever. That does not mean it was a good speech. And he looked 
terrible. This guy, I am expecting us to have a Woodrow Wilson moment where he's just going to stroke out and his wife's going to be running the country soon because this guy looks terrible. All right, so let's go through some of the high. Well, let's go through the speech. We're going to go through some of the highlights, but literally, I cut out maybe two minutes of the speech. So you're not going to you're, you're going to basically hear the speech. So here is the first. Here's here's the first clip here. Not anything new. It starts with a simple truth: the United States is a nation that pays its bills and always has, from its inception. We have never defaulted. What we pay for, so it keeps us a great nation. Social Security benefits for seniors, salaries for brave service members, and benefits for veterans, and other financial obligations for our people and for our nation. We're able to meet these obligations based on the revenue we receive from taxes and based on our ability to borrow what, when needed. Okay, a couple of things here. First off, um, this is not the first time that a debt ceiling was ignored. That a debt ceiling... Do you know who actually tried to prevent the debt ceiling from being lifted? Joe Biden in 2004. So this is not the whole thing. And yes, we've never defaulted on our credit rating or uh, on our debts, but we did drop in our debts... From a triple A rating to an AA plus, to a double A plus rating in 2011 under who was that president? Barack Obama. That's because reneging on our debt or defaulting on a debt is not the problem. It's not the only problem. It's that how secure is this country? Right now, we're not all that secure. As a matter of fact, um, uh, Standards and Poor uh, Poor Index has already said we may drop our credit rating simply because of the political turmoil and the amount of debt. So this is not exactly true. Our credit rating is not great throughout the world. And here he's using something really that annoys the crap out of me. And you're going to hear this because you're going to hear most of the speech is that he's using fear to push the in, the agenda. People aren't going to be paid. Social Security, which is a BS program, by the way. Our soldiers, our veterans, they're not going to get paid. Blah, 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 blah. This is just absolute fear-mongering. Another issue he doesn't point out is our tax revenue can only pay the interest of our debt. Not the loans, not the actual principal. I know this is supposed to be okay, but imagine if you had a credit card and can only pay the interest and not the principal. And then your credit card company just keeps raising your uh, credit limit. What's going to happen? Eventually, you're not going to be able to pay the interest either. And that's where we're going. See, here's something to understand right now. We cannot... They, they, he wants to spend an additional... Let's go at the minimum. Let's just assume that the reconciliation plan, the Build Back Better plan, and the infrastructure plan are at the minimum. We are looking at four 
trillion dollars. There isn't that much money in the country. So how do you get that much money? You start printing it or you create platinum trillion dollar coins or crap like that. And guess what ends up happening? You're screwed. Okay, let's listen to the next portion. And in that case, we're able to borrow because we always pay our debt. We always pay what we owe. We've never failed. That's America. That's who we are. That's what's called for. It's called full faith and credit of the United States. It's rock solid. It's the best in the world. No, we always pay our interest, not our principal. This is something I really want to push, and I'm going to keep pushing it. We do not pay our debt. We pay the interest from our debt. That's why the debt keeps going up. Our credit is probably pretty much the best in the world. That's not great. And we're losing our credit throughout the world. Europe and Asia do not see the United States as a stable source of, to give credit to. Even China, which depends on the United States, does not think the United States is great when it comes to their credit. And here's the whole thing. I remember way back when, which I wish someone would mention, the Founding Fathers, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Adams, they actually worked to pay off their national debt. Not, not pay the interest of the national debt. They wanted to stop. They wanted no national debt at all. And the reason is because they, didn't, they did not think asking for income tax was going to be a thing. Because we had, hey, the Whiskey Rebellion, there was a rebellion in the United States because they put a tax on whiskey. We actually had a revolution because we were being taxed without representation by Great Britain. The income tax, it was supposed to be temporary. It wasn't supposed to be permanent. How far we've fallen. Here's the next clip. But here's the deal. There's a cap on what we can borrow called the debt limit. And only Congress can raise or lower that debt limit. So let me be really clear. This is really important to know. Raising the debt limit is about paying off our old debts. There's nothing to do with any new spending being considered. There's nothing to do with my plan for infrastructure or building back better. Zero. Zero. Both of which I might add are paid for. Notice a couple of things. Notice how he's talking to people like children. Because he's actually trying to communicate with the American people. Now, I don't know, on a Monday, if you're going to communicate with the American people, maybe it'd be better to communicate with the American people at like... 9 p.m. Eastern Time, so you can communicate with California and Washington, D.C. at the same time. He doesn't do that because that's bed-bed time. Okay, he needs his warm milk, matlock, and then just so he can fall asleep drooling. This, so, I, he's not... He, but it's just the condescending way he talks. He does this in, in, in a bunch of his questioning. When he was asked by questions by the press, he said, we're not going to talk about this. I don't want to confuse the American people. How about this? Maybe the American people need to be confused a little bit. 
so that they can actually look crap up and figure out if that's something we should be doing. I also call BS on a few things. Um, yeah, it has everything to do with the trillions he wants to spend this year. Because the reality is that trillions, which is why Republicans are not going with raising the debt ceiling, that trillions is going to be added to the debt. They don't want to do it anymore. And here's a news flash. The $1.5 trillion, uh, $1.5 trillion infrastructure bill and the $3.5 trillion um, Build Back Better bill, reconciliation bill, budget bill, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's which, by the way, both bills are going to cost far more. They're going to cost anywhere from a trillion to $500 billion more are not zero dollars. Matter of fact, the government, they government would wish there's zero dollars because they don't make any money at all. And the government doesn't make any money. They get all their money from taxes. So they're stealing taxes from corporations and things like that. I, we're going to talk about what that's going to do to the economy. I don't want to hear his BS. Okay, let's go to the next one. So if we're going to make good on what's already been approved by previous Congresses and previous presidents and parties, we have to pay for it. Social Security benefits, American people are promised, salaries for servicemen and women, benefits for veterans. We're going to have to raise the debt limit if we're going to meet those obligations. Again, he's pushing fear. He does this because a lot of people think with their hearts instead of their minds. And not to mention, Joe Biden thinks people are idiots. The left thinks people are idiots. Here's the thing. People are going to get paid, no matter what. And I, I've got a problem with that because I think Social Security, which I'll talk about in a few minutes, is a Ponzi scheme and it's crap, and we just need to cut it out. I think, it, I, think, I think Social Security is done. We should cut it out now so that I don't get Social Security because it's crap and we should end it. And which means I don't pay Social Security anymore. I'm good with that. None of this stuff is going to get cut. People are going to get paid. They may have to get some retroactive pay, but they're going to get paid. And if anything, this just proves you can't trust the government because the government sucks at everything and they could F you at any time. Think about that when you're trying to get a Social Security payment. Okay, here's, here is the next part here. The reason we have to raise the debt limit is in part because of the reckless tax and spending policies under the previous Trump administration. In four years, they incurred, they incurred nearly $8 trillion. In four years, $8 trillion in additional debt. And bills we have to now pay off. That's more than a quarter of the entire debt incurred now outstanding. After more than 200 years. Okay, here we go again. The blame game. That's that's what it is. It's Trump's fault. Notice he doesn't say anything about Barack Obama who spent $10 trillion in eight years. Or $12 trillion. I don't, I can't. No, $6 trillion was what it was when Bush left office. It ended up $20 trillion when... So $12 trillion in eight years is what Obama spent. I'm... You can look me up here and yell at me if you want, but it was way up there. And he's going to blame Trump. This is all Trump's fault. 
According to statistics, we added $6 trillion in debt because of the China virus, and a little over $3 trillion was from Trump. Joe Biden wants to spend $8 trillion this year. That's insane. The Republicans want to rein Joe Biden in. That's why they don't want to raise the debt limit. I don't blame them. And let's not forget, yes, we've been raising the debt limit for years and years and years and years. One, that doesn't make it right. And two, Joe Biden didn't want to raise the debt limit in 2004. I don't want to hear it. Okay, let's listen to the next one. And Republicans in Congress raised the debt three times when Donald Trump was president, and each time with Democrat support. But now they won't raise it, even though they're responsible for more than $8 trillion in bills incurred in four years under the previous administration. That's what we'd be paying off. They won't raise it, even though defaulting on the debt would lead to a self-inflicted wound that takes our economy over a cliff and risks jobs and retirement savings. Social Security benefits, salaries for service members, benefits for veterans, and so much more. A failure to raise the debt limit will call into question Congress's willingness to meet our obligations that we've already incurred. Not new ones, we've already incurred. Okay, more scary talk. Here, here's the thing I, I got to tell you. Defaulting is bad. It's not great. It could lead to austerity. Austerity is when other countries that we owe debt to actually determine our economy, but it is not life-threatening. It's The world is not going to end, and he gets more dramatic later. It's not going to lead to mayhem. You're not going to see people running in the streets, waving pitchforks or anything. Like, that's not going to happen. Um, by the way, it may do some things that are uncomfortable. Okay, yeah, it's going to raise interest rates and maybe payments are going to be lowered, maybe things like that. But here's the thing. We can't continue this way. If we continue this way, it's not us that's going to suffer. It's going to be our children or our grandchildren. You know what? If we have to fix this, in order to fix this, we have to suffer. Now, I raise my hand. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the pain now. I mean, this is coming from a president who believes in abortion and killing kids in the womb. But I don't want our kids to suffer. And if they have to raise in, uh, interest rates, if I have to pay that much more for a house, that much more for a food until we get this debt in control, I'm good with it. Another thing it's going to really show is those institutions that we've depended on, like Social Security, it's going to show how effed up those things are. Social Security, I, I said before, it's a Ponzi scheme. When it was invented, when it came about, it came about for the baby boomers. The baby boomers paid into Social Security. The government spent the Social Security tax. I'm going to call it a tax. I don't think it was because they didn't save it. It, didn't like they, it wasn't like the government saved Social Security. They spent it. And they, then they depended on Gen X to actually pay the baby boomers their Social Security. And then they took, and guess what? There were fewer 
Gen Xers than there were baby boomers. So there wasn't quite enough money to pay off the baby boomers. Gen Xers, like me, have been spending Social Security benefits for ages. But they didn't save the Social Security. It's not there. It's going to depend be dependent upon the Gen Yers. Gen Y. Well, guess what? Gen Y doesn't have the population that Gen X has. Hey, let's call... This is a Ponzi scheme. Pay Paul, pay Peter, and borrow from Paul. And eventually you're going to have to pay Paul back. It, 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 it's crap. And I think we need to... I think people are going to need to suffer to realize that some of this crap doesn't work. It's never worked. And by the way, it's not me that's coming up with this. This stuff has been around for since the 40s. And we knew this wasn't going to work back in the 50s. And the 60s. And the 70s as the baby boomers were retiring. Oh, they didn't retire in the 70s, but in the 90s when they retired. We knew this wasn't going to work. How about this? The government sucks. We shouldn't trust them. Stop giving them the money. As far as I'm concerned, my Social Security payment per week, per month, was just another tax, which means I was double taxed, which, by the way, is unconstitutional. Okay, let's read the next one. I'm getting so excited. I got so much to talk about. Dave, get over it. I'm going to go over 30 minutes. Here, Here's the next one. American credit rating will be downgraded. Interest rates will rise for mortgages, auto loans, credit cards, borrowing. Folks watching at home, you should know this is the Republican position. Here's it is. They won't vote to raise the debt limit to cover their own spending. Democrats voted with them to cover that spend last four years, the previous four years. They say Democrats should do it alone. Okay, the credit rating has dropped. We've had it during the time he was vice president. So, yeah, okay, the credit rating drops. Great, then we can't borrow money. Then maybe we need to be fiscally responsible. Maybe our credit rating needs to drop so that we end up fiscally responsible. And he is right about this point. Everyone is spending. Everyone did spend. I think Reagan was a huge spender. Bush was a spender. Clinton was a spender. The second Bush was a spender. Obama was a spender. Trump was a spender. Yeah, that doesn't make it right. But now he wants to dump an additional Five trillion dollars into the economy, which is probably about eight trillion dollars, after spending two trillion dollars earlier this year. Remember when Bernie Sanders and AOC said we could spend ten trillion a year, and people laughed at them. People didn't elect Bernie Sanders because of this concept. Old Joe is doing it right now. He would spend $10 trillion by the end of the year if he had his way. Here's the reality. We need to cut spending in general. We need to cut programs. We need to cut bureaucracy. We need to cut taxes. 
People need to be laid off in government. I'm sorry, but people need to be laid off in government because being laid off in the private sector is worse. We need to cut the debt no matter what the pain is because the pain is just going to be spread to our children. It needs to happen now. If we default, if we go through some pain, you know something? One president's going to have to have the balls to do it. That president will be the one that goes down in history as saving the United States. Okay, here's, here's the next quote. But then they're threatening to use a procedural power called the filibuster, meaning that we'd have to get 60 votes, not 50 votes, to increase the debt limit. This would block the Democrats from meeting our obligations and responsibilities to prevent Congress from raising the debt limit. Here we go with the filibuster talk. Biden was against ending the filibuster before. He wouldn't talk about it, but he was against it. It sounds like he might be warming up to it. I just want to point out that the filibuster was used over 300 times when Trump was in the White House by Democrats. So I really don't want to hear from Joe Biden and his immorality of the filibuster. He did it himself during the Bush administration. Okay, let's go to the next one. <clears throat> so let's be clear. Not only are Republicans refusing to do their job, they're threatening to use the power, their power, to prevent us from doing our job saving the economy from a catastrophic event. I think, quite frankly, it's hypocritical, dangerous, and disgraceful. Their obstruction and irresponsibility knows absolutely no bounds, <clears throat> excuse me, especially as we're clawing our way out of this pandemic. Democrats will meet our responsibility and obligation to this country. We're not expecting Republicans to do their part. They made that clear from the beginning. We tried asking to no avail. We're just asking them not to use procedural tricks to block us from doing the job that they won't do. <coughs> Meteor is headed, is headed to crash into our economy. Democrats are willing to do all the work stopping it. Republicans just have to let us do our job. Just get out of the way. You don't want to help save the country? Get out of the way so you don't destroy it. We don't have time to delay with elaborate procedural schemes, which Republicans propose to require. Do you notice something in this whole little speech? He's coughing a lot. And people have been asking, why is, he, why is President Biden coughing all the time? He rubs his eyes. He does some weird things during these speeches. If you go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, you can actually look at the speech. I suggest you look at it with a critical eye. He also looks worn out, which is what most presidents look like after four years or eight years. Uh, Obama had a, a head of white hair after, four, after eight years. So did Clinton. So did Bush. Uh, only Trump didn't look like he had a full head of white hair, but he said it was hard. I don't think this guy is going to last. I got a feeling we are looking, even though he was more lucid than he usually is, I got a feeling we're going to be looking at a Woodrow Wilson thing where his wife is running the country. 
This is really bad. And this is another selling point with the Democrats. Democrats are the saviors. Republicans are obstructionists. You know, we're always pouncing. You notice anytime you see a headline in the New York Times, Republicans are pouncing on something. We're like uh, we're like tigers and crap. This is really an old talking point, and it's just not working. The filibuster has been used by both parties since the inception. It it's not a procedural trick. It's not an elaborate proce- elaborate procedural scheme. And I love the meteor thing, hitting the earth and overspending the government. Well, here's my meta. Here's my metaphor. My metaphor is the work the Democrats want to do, and I put work in work in scare uh, quotes. Is when the meteor hits the earth, the Democrats use gasoline to try and put the fires out. And why do I use that? Because if they start raising taxes and spending on new programs, which this bill will put into play, they'll deaden the economy, cost jobs, drive dependence on government for the citizens of the United States, and prevent innovation. That's what we're looking at. Okay, let's listen to the last clip, and then you'll basically have heard the entire speech. It's one thing to pay our debts already acquired. It's another to require a supermajority to pay the debts already acquired. It's not right. Let the Democrats vote to raise the debt ceiling this week without obstruction or further delays. Democrats in the House have already passed a bill that would do that. It's sitting in the United States Senate where Democrats have the votes ready to pass it. That's the only way to eliminate the uncertainty and risk that's going to harm American families and our economy. Let us vote and end the mess. You know, we've got to get this done. We must get this done. It is, like, as I said, playing Russian roulette to play these games. We can do it this week. Just get out of the way and let us pass it. Thank you. It's not Russian roulette. He's, he's wrong there. He's lying. And by the way, it's amazing that a meteor is definitely going to hit the earth and we're all going to die. But now he's saying it's Russian roulette. It's not Russian roulette. Okay? And if it's Russian roulette, there's a good chance there's not going to be a bullet in the chamber? I, maybe, here's the thing, maybe it's time to actually play a little Russian roulette and take a chance on something that we've never taken a chance with in this country. We've never let ourselves go into default. We've never sat back and done any of this stuff to, to stop our spending. Um, maybe it's time to play a little Russian roulette. Uh, here, here's the deal. The, the infrastructure bill is going to get passed. The Build Back Better bill, reconciliation bill, budget bill, whatever you want to call it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a cut. Probably between $1.8 and $2 trillion. And it's going to be cut based on party lines but it's probably going to get passed the debt limit is going to go up because the swamp will continue on the the republicans are part of the swamp and they'll they'll vote for it 
They don't have the balls to stand by their beliefs and try and fix the country. But I'll tell you one thing. This is why you got Trump in 2016. And that's why you're going to get Trump or someone like him in 2024. We This is a crap storm. Can we recover? Of course we can. We will. But I think we're getting to the point now where you really got to wonder. All right. Now, normally I'd finish this, but I can't. Um, because the gall of these people has set me completely off. And it's so disgusting, and I think it's going to lead to far worse things. So the left must be really scared that this bill is not going to pass where they have the $3.5 trillion. And by the way, within the $3.5 trillion Build Back Better, Reconciliation Bill, Budget Bill, whatever you want to call it, there was a deal that said we make illegal immigrants in the United... Illegal aliens. I'm sorry, I'm not going to follow the... I'm not going to follow the uh, Gavin Newsom way of doing things. That illegal aliens would get legal, legal status either through either through naturalization or they'll just get green cards. Um, here enters Kirsten Cinema, who does not agree with the Build Back Better plan at all. And she'll vote against it. There are two Democrats, Joe Manchin, Kirsten Cinema. And by the way, I'm not going to pick on Joe Manchin because Joe Manchin actually did get these people doing this to him. She got it worse. So we're going to talk about her. Well, she teaches at Arizona State University. So she's a senator and she has a job, a regular job. And she teaches. Um, but she decided, to, they, the left has decided they're going to harass her ass until she actually votes this. Now, a couple of students, a, a, a few students actually, one of which is, at least that we know of, one of which is an illegal alien, decided to harass her all the way into the women's restroom. Let's listen to this. Sit down, we want to talk to you real quick. Can we talk to you real quick? Hey, actually, I am heading out. But um, right now is a real moment that our people need in order for us to be able to talk about what's really happening. We need a Build Back Better plan right now. And we, we as workers, we need solutions, and the Build Back Better plan need, has the solutions that we need. We knock on doors for you to get you elected, and just how we got you elected, we can get you out of office if you don't support what you promised us. We need 7 billion citizenship for 7 million. We need the Build Back Better plan right now. and I was not able to go to Mexico and visit him because there is no pathway to citizenship. And if we have the opportunity to pass it right now, then we need to do it because there's millions of undocumented people just like me who share the same story or even worse things that happen to them because of SB 1070 and because of anti-immigrant legislation. And this is the opportunity to pass it right now. We need you to we need to hold you accountable to what you told us, what you promised us that you were going to pass when we knocked on doors for you. It's not right. 
I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor of human trafficking, and it's because of the lack of worker protections that we don't have in the gig economy. I need you to stand by workers, lots of people who are like me, who became homeless and ended up in human trafficking right within six months of not having the ability to make, to, to make money. Will you support the Build Back Better plan? Dude, it's a women's restroom, and one of the guys that was protesting is a guy. Well, I mean, I think he's a guy. You don't know who he's identifying as now. I also want to point out that one of the people that was uh, harassing her, I, I, I said protesting. These people are harassing, borderline abusing sat back and started blaming, gave, gave some sob story about her grandfather dying and she couldn't go to Mexico to visit the grandfather because apparently she was illegal and she couldn't cross back legally. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm way off here. And she... Here's the problem. Chris, Kirsten Cinema is a lesbian. I thought she was bisexual, but apparently she's a lesbian. She's a tough broad. And she's just kind of like, whatever you want to do. So, the question I have is, an illegal alien who has family in Mexico can't visit the family in Mexico because she's an illegal alien and she won't be able to come back? That's a sob story? We need empathy for that? That's a debating point? I'm sorry, if you got family in Mexico, go to Mexico and live in Mexico. This is something I never understood with Josie, because I always felt for DACA recipients, and Josie was always, Josie, who is a, uh, a resident of the United States, a legal alien in the United States, sat back and said, no, send them all back. And I never understood this until I hear, well, you've got family in Mexico? And your family was deported? And you just happened not to get deported? Well, if you got family in Mexico, we should deport your ass too. Because you got family. You'll figure out how to survive. You already speak Spanish. And they're harassing a sitting U.S. senator in the bathroom of ASU? By the way, where's security? Where is security? This is okay? And what they're doing is illegal. It's a felony. For that guy in the women's restroom, it's actually a sex crime. So this broad who started with her big long spiel about how her dad or her grandfather died and she couldn't visit him, this is what she said. And this is weird shit. I will speak about the controversy regarding the following senators. Okay, I am really reading this. This broad is stupid. Okay, so I'm reading it word for word. Alright? And I'm going to read it word for word because she's too stupid. Okay. I will speak about the controversy regarding following Senator Cinema into the bathroom when I have the time. None of you have the right to tone police my 
desperate demands for labor, I don't know what that means, for labor protections after what I have endured as a human trafficking survivor due to the effed up gig economy. Not sure what the gig economy has to do with human trafficking. I don't know if she was human traff. I, I don't understand any of this because it, her grandparents actually were deported. It doesn't sound... I, I don't know what she means by the human trafficking. Okay. And by the way, that's a bad thing. That's a reason they shouldn't come up here. For now, connect with the fact that you are on stolen indigenous land and indigenous women and children go missing and murdered because we don't have access to stable jobs, stable housing, clean water, clean food, or stable, decent health care, despite the fact that the indigenous people have upheld our end of the treaty in assimilating and getting back, getting educated. Okay, wait a minute. Um, there's a contradiction there. So we stole their land, but they've upheld their treaty? So in other words, it wasn't stolen land. We had a treaty with the indigenous people and they upheld their bargain and they're pissed off about that and by the way she's illegal so she has no right to this land at all she's from mexico continuing arizona is among the top three states in the usa where indigenous women and children go missing and murdered give my indigenous relatives to the south of the U.S.-Mexican border citizenship. Now, um, here's a newsflash. We don't owe you anything. You're nothing. You, This girl is nothing in the United States. As a matter of fact, I'm wondering, uh, today, today, Merrick Garland of the DOJ made it that they would deem people who complained at school boards would be domestic terrorists. This is a domestic terrorist. Why is it Merrick Garland making a comment about the her abuse and harassment that Kirsten Cinema went through? But I. And why do we owe citizenship to another country? You are not in this country. You do not belong in this country. Why isn't Merrick Garland sending Border Patrol or INS over to this broad's house, grabbing her, hooking her, and giving her a bus ride back to Mexico? I don't know. You tell me. White communications departments of organizations, media, and campaigns uphold white supremacy. There you go. That's why. It... And then she had a bunch of hashtags, which I can't read because they're really, they're they're really bad. Hey, newsflash: This bitch is not a citizen. Kirsten Cinema is not her senator. And f you, you should be kicked out of the country. Josie was absolutely correct. Send her back to grandma and grandpa. Okay, but that wasn't it. That wasn't the only thing. She was harassed on her, Kirsten Cinema was harassed on her way to the airport and on the airplane on her way back to Washington, D.C. by another illegal alien. Listen to this. Oh, I'm getting excited. I'm sorry, I'm screaming. I gotta stop. But listen to this. Senator, hello. How are you? 
but I'm just, I'm petty enough. I don't know if you remember me. I just want to know if um, you can commit, as, as my senator, as you, if you can commit to passing a reconciliation that could provide a pathway to citizenship for immigrants. We have been waiting for this for too long. I just need to know if you can commit to passing a budget reconciliation that would include immigration and citizenship for people to be protected, like me and many others. Can you commit to that, Senator? Okay, um, again, another illegal alien. She's not legal in this country, period. So, with that being said, Kirsten Cinema is not your senator. She doesn't represent you. She represents the people of the United States, both legal residents and citizens. And by the way, where the hell are the flight attendants here? If a two-year-old doesn't wear a mask, you've got 18 flight attendants landing the plane so they can kick that broad right, kick that gal right off the plane. These people are crazy. And then Kirsten Cinema landed, and again, they she was harassed. To her credit, Cinema is one tough cookie, and I knew she would be. She said that the harassment was completely inappropriate and doesn't influence her in any way. I'll venture a guess. I bet it even pisses her off and makes her less motivated to vote for this garbage bill that will make these people legal. Which it wouldn't. Because it shows you how stupid these people are. Legal citizenship must be pulled out of the Build Back Better plan. Which, by the way, is a really stupid slogan. Remember, I talked about this last week. The Senate parliamentarian said the condition cannot be added to to the reconciliation bill. Finally, the balls on these people. Cowardice of our government not to deal with them. These people are illegal aliens. They are criminals. They are they are illegal. They're breaking the laws of this country and they think we owe them something. We don't owe them anything. We owe them a bus ticket to the fucking Mexican border. Oh, I'm sorry. I said I said the bad word. I said effing Mexican border. And get them out of our country. Joe Biden was asked about this. And of course, Joe Biden doesn't give a rat's ass because... 
Joe Biden is not being harassed and neither are any Democrats. This is what he said. You have 48 Democratic votes right now. The other two uh, have been pressured over the weekend by activists. Joe Manchin had people on kayaks show up to his boat. T.L. Adams, Senator Sinema last night was chased into a restroom. Do you think that those tactics are crossing a line? I don't think they're appropriate tactics, but it happens to everybody. From the, <laughs> the only people it doesn't happen to are people who have Secret Service standing around them. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's part of the process. Yes. Really, it happens to all of you? <coughs> I don't remember the last time a leftist got kicked out of a restaurant. Like Sarah Huckabee Jones, uh, Sanders. Also, this is part of the process? I don't remember leftists get, getting harassed for this boondoggle of a bill by a conservative. Trust me, most conservatives are definitely concerned about this bill. In fact, any conservative who protests against leftist policies are usually called white supremacists and or domestic terrorists. Like I said, what the Justice, uh, Department of Justice did today with people who are trying to protect their children against critical race theory and critical gender theory. But sleepy, creepy Joe's response is better than the media portrays it. They think cinema deserves to be harassed and women's in women's restrooms at, while she's trying to pee. Anna Navarro, the obnoxious leftist on The View, who once made herself out to be a Republican? I don't know where that came from. She tweeted, Chasing anybody, public or private, into a bathroom, to me, is beyond the pale. Maybe if Keir at Kirsten Cinema spent less time in fundraisers with corporate donors and held town halls to listen to constituents and answer their questions, they wouldn't chase her into the dam. I don't know, damn bathroom. She had an emoji there. You know, and, and it wasn't just her. They all said it. MSNBC, CNN... They all said it. Even even freaking Saturday Night Live made a couple of skits about Kirsten Cinema. It was disgusting. Thank God she's strong. As a matter of fact, she's stronger than than Joe Manchin. I I if I were living in Arizona, I'd probably vote for this gal. I, I'd I'd like I'd like her because yeah, she's not going to agree with a lot of the things I believe in. But I mean, at least she's got some honor. Joe Concha from Fox News made a very good point. These people that harassed cinema weren't concerned about the bill. They were filming it. If they really were concerned about the bill, they wouldn't have filmed it. They were trying to create a viral video. You notice something? They entered a women's ladies' room. These videos are escalating. And yeah, the video is viral. Harassing someone against the restroom is a felony, especially if you're a man. The question I have... It's a sex crime. The question I have is, 
what is going to create the next viral video? When is someone going to get hurt, shot in the head, beaten up? We already see these people are nuts. You know what? Here's what's sad. We're going to find out. Because the Department of Justice is too busy going after parents who don't want critical race theory or critical gender theory taught to their kids, which is their right. They're being considered domestic terrorists. But meanwhile, these people who were harassing a sitting senator are not considered terrorists. Neither is Antifa, which is just an idea, by the way. Neither is Black Lives Matter. While they're burning down courthouses, tearing down statues, killing people, assaulting people. Who's going to be the next leftist hero who's going to create that viral video? And what is he or she going to actually do? Okay, I went really long today, but I, I couldn't stop. I was just on fire. I, I had to do this. Okay, so you want to go look at the videos, the audio, go visit uh, dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. This is Gene, and you've listened to me. Take care. Bye.